Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. This one can be talking a little upwork. So this is a question that I was asked to answer over on Quora. question was pretty straightforward. What are some secrets of upwork? And there's some decent answers over there. And so, but there were some things that also I thought uh, were missing. So I wanted to go ahead and add my two cents into this and show you some of the things that I've learned over the last... 12 years as a freelancer, spending a lot of time on Upwork and other freelancing sites and so forth, and hopefully show you some things that will help you to be able to get going quickly uh, over on Upwork, even if you're brand new to freelancing. So I've got eight different things that I'm going to go through that I would consider secrets of Upwork, and by that I mean things that aren't necessarily, they're not immediately obvious, and I would say aren't necessarily common knowledge. I don't necessarily see a ton of people talking about. So I think they do sort of fit into that secret category, if, if you want to say that. So we're going to get into that in this episode. Of course, before I do, I do want to encourage you to head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com and find the coding training that you need over there, along with helping support the show and allow me to continue to do this on a daily basis. I'd greatly appreciate that. And of course, you're going to find all my courses over there, in particular related to this uh episode, you're going to find my Upwork 101 course over there, which is going to walk you through building your Upwork profile sort of step by step. You'll find my PHP courses, my sort of internet marketing, web traffic courses, freelancing stuff, all that, again, at store.johnmorrisonline.com, along with all the Udemy links, Skillshare links, and so forth. And you can also use the coupon code JMO at checkout for 20% off anything in the store. Again, that is store.johnmorrisonline.com. All right, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into some of these secrets. So the first secret that I would highlight here, I want to highlight here, and I sort of did these in logical order, not necessarily the most important order. So these are all going to kind of flow together. But the first one that I would highlight is algorithms. And I don't think people immediately when they go on Upwork realize how algorithm driven it really is. But Ultimately, Upwork is sort of a big search engine. And in that way, it's 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 a lot like Google that is very algorithm-driven. So when you show up uh, as a freelancer, when you show up on Upwork and you look at your feed, the feed that's being displayed to you is, is again, that's going to be sort of based off of algorithms and what Upwork thinks is relevant to you. And, and jobs that you may have a good chance of, of getting and so forth. And so there's a lot of algorithms behind that part of it. But more importantly, on the client side, if you've ever taken a look at the client side, I have both a freelancer and a client account, so I, I look at the client side quite a bit. And if you go over there, it's really about creating a project. But the main thing that you can do over there besides creating a project is after that or even before that is to search for freelancers. And that's sort of the big thing that you're going to do as a client. And so when a client sort of goes in to do those searches, there's, uh, again, it's algorithms that drive that entire process of who shows up depending on who the client is doing the search, uh, what they're searching for, what their parameters are, etc. It's very algorithm driven. And there's two sort of main ones that come into play. And one is relevance and one is rank. Now rank is probably what you're familiar with. It It's basically Upwork's ranking of where you fit among all the other freelancers that are on the site. 
So your job history, your job success score, you know, ratings from clients, all those sorts of things are going to play into your ranking. But there's also a relevance part of it that, that uh, comes into play as well. And so again, just understanding that there are algorithms at, at work here and that you need to understand those algorithms, how they work, so that you know how to set up your profile, you know how to, to bid on jobs, you know how to do all that, that sort of thing so that you're putting your best foot forward. Just like you would do SEO to rank in a search engine, you sort of need to do a similar thing when it comes to Upwork. So that's the first big thing. The second sort of secret that that kind of follows on from that then would be this idea of relevance over rank. So Upwork isn't just about connecting clients with the best freelancers. It's about connecting clients with the best freelancers for their project. And that's why relevance plays a part. And I think a lot of freelancers miss this and they just think that it's all about rank and you know all about job success score and job history and ratings, et cetera. And those things absolutely do matter. And those things long-term are what you're building towards and are, are what gonna help you. But relevance also plays a, a part in this. And when you're new in particular and don't have any job history, don't have any job success score, you can still get work by being more relevant to a particular project than somebody else. So relevance over rank is a way that someone who's new to Upwork can sort of sneak in and start getting work and ranking higher in searches than they might otherwise base solely off of their rank. So, uh, and again, I don't see a ton of freelancers that necessarily understand that and exactly how to use it to their advantage. Even a lot of really successful ones on Upwork, a lot of them have just sort of brute forced their way with their their rank and their job history uh, and so forth. But you can, again, get going and start getting uh, work right off the bat by understanding this idea of relevance over rank. So again, just making sure that you know what your keywords are, what sort of things, client, phrases clients would be searching for and building your profile in a way that, that tailors to that. Again, following on from that then would be this idea, this this third sort of secret, which is niches. So like any market, Upwork has niches. So for example, I'm a, I'm a web developer and you could call web development, people who provide web development service, products and services and the consumers who want those, you could call that sort of a market. But within that market, there are many little sub-markets, and we call these niches. So, for example, WordPress is one small niche. Even each of the languages like PHP, JavaScript, Node, those would be little niches or sub-markets within the big web development market. Uh, Something like WooCommerce, uh, membership sites, social networks, responsive web design. These are all more specific things that potential clients want that fall within this idea of web development, but they're sort of a a smaller corner of it. So if you take a little time and you do a little searching on Upwork, you will find that there are projects within all of these niches. And some of those niches have more available projects than others. Some of those niches, the, the clients tend to pay more than others. And if you do a little research, you can start to kind of figure out what that is. And then the thing to do is, again, to build your profile in a way that appeals directly to one of these niches. Again, this is especially important when you're new because this is how 
you tap into that idea of relevance over rank so that you can show up higher in client searches because Upwork sees your profile as more relevant to those projects. Again, it's not just connecting the clients with the best freelancers. It's the best freelancers for their project. And so you being more relevant helps you to to show up and, and, and be a part of that. Following on from that then would be the fourth sort of secret, which is uh, this idea of specialization, which I've talked quite a bit about. But uh, again, I, I don't I don't know that there's a ton of people that really have fully bought into this and understand it. But again, this is all sort all these things so far are sort of related. But this is talking about it in the way where it, it, it's the mental part of how human beings tend to work. So human beings have a quirk in how they think about service providers. We tend to believe that someone who says they're a specialist, we tend to believe them more easily. So for example, if you have a problem with the pipes in your house, who are you going to call to repair it? Now, I think most people would say, well, I'll call a plumber, of course. Well, you know, who else would I call? But most handymen will actually fix plumbing issues. The difference between a handyman and a plumber is a handyman sort of does. They'll do plumbing. They'll do electrical. They'll do you know, drywall. They'll do all sorts of things. They're more of a, a generalist. But most people, when you when they have a plumbing issue, the first thing they're going to think of is to call a plumber. Well, why? Why wouldn't you first think of calling a handyman? Well, again, it's just a quirk of how we we tend to to think and we just sort of assume that someone who is a specialist in that sense probably knows what they're doing otherwise they wouldn't say that they're a specialist in that whether that's true or not we just sort of tend to believe that and the same is true when it comes to freelancing so when you find a niche just like we talked about uh, in the last sort of secret and you build your profile to appeal specifically to that niche and that niche only what you're doing is coming across as a specialist and clients are more likely to believe that you are you know what you're doing even if you don't have the job history and the success score and the ratings in the portfolio. Now you can't have bad, like you can't be a one star and, and still get away with it. But if you have no sort of job history and you say, hey, I'm new on Upwork, but I specialize in XYZ, you're going to be more believable than the person who says, hey, I'm new to Upwork and I know how to do everything when it comes to web development. And if you're going to say that sort of thing, you have to have a lot of proof to back that up. You don't need near as much proof to back up the fact that you're, uh, when you say something like, look, I don't, I don't do a lot of things, but I do this one thing and I do it well. Just saying that in and of itself comes across as believable. So again, you can tap into that by by specializing, by knowing what your niches are, building your profile around that. And what's going to happen is not only are we using this idea to rank higher in Upwork search engines, but we're also going to be more appealing to potential clients. So you're likely to get more people visiting your profile and you're more likely to get those people when they visit your profile because now you are highly targeted for what they searched for them to see your profile as appealing and want to hire you. So it, it's sort of a dual effect from doing this. Next, when we start, uh, we can start talking about your profile overview. So your profile overview should have three parts. The first of which is proof. And if you look a lot at uh, the Upwork freelancers with the highest earnings, the people that are earning have earned 400, 500K and, and beyond. 
if you look at their their profiles, you'll start to notice a trend and you'll start to notice this first, in particular, this first one uh, of proof, but you'll notice all three of the ones I'm going to really go through here. But their profiles tend to start with them telling you all of the things that they've done in the past. So the high, file, high profile projects they've worked on, the number of projects they've worked on, the different, the varying types of projects they've worked on and, and so forth. And that is their way of establishing credibility, credibility via proof. So you don't just go on there and say, hey, I'm experienced. Because when you say that, well, that's just you saying that. That's a claim. Could be true, could could not be true. And basically every freelancer is on Upwork or anywhere else is going to say that. However, if you say something like, I've completed over 100 projects here on Upwork with a 99% job success score, you having completed 100 projects, that demonstrates that you are experienced. And that's something that they can go and actually... It's something real that you're talking about happened, not you just making some sort of claim that could or could not be true. And they can actually go and verify it. They can look at your job history and see how many projects you've worked on. So, And they can see what your job success score is. So they can actually verify it. So it's, it's actual proof that you can show them that you're experienced. So again, you want to, as much as possible, rely on not telling them the things that you are, but showing them, demonstrating them. So if you want to say you're experienced, what are the, what are the things that you have done that that prove that you're experienced? Or if you want to say that you're talented, or if you want to say that you're reliable or, or whatever it is that you want to communicate to potential clients that you think will convince them to hire you, you can't just say, I am these things. You need to give them proof. You need to show them something that they can actually look at and see that that demonstrates to them that you are that thing. Uh, and again, if you look at all the the top profiles on, on Upwork, that's what you're going to see. So always make, and, and you need to do this first, it needs to be in this order, because nothing really else ma- nothing else really matters until they believe what you're saying. So you need to start off by th- getting them to just believe what you're saying. And then once you do that, you can go into to, uh, the rest of your sort of pitch. So the sixth thing here, the sixth sort of secret is then following on from that in your profile overview the next sort of section you want to go into is your specialty. So you need to tell potential clients the kind of projects you work on and the kind of projects you don't. Again, this is playing this is playing on that specialization concept that we talked about, but now this is how you actually put it into action. So you tell them the way you demonstrate that you're a specialist isn't saying I'm a specialist. <laughs> Again, you, you, you tell them I work on these sort of projects I don't work on these sort of projects. That right there is a demonstration of you positioning yourself as a specialist. So it makes it really crystal crystal clear to them. And it's important it's not that you not just tell them the kind of projects that you do work on, but also the, the, the kind of projects you don't. That's the part that really makes it believable. When you say, I don't do these things, I'm not good at those things, that automatically makes you believable. They don't... F- they feel they feel like you're being honest. You're not just trying to pump them full of smoke so that they'll hire you. You actually have told them, I don't do this stuff. I'm not good at that stuff. So it just makes you more believable. So again, tell them the kind of projects you do work on and the kind of projects you don't. The seventh secret here then is you need to ask, you need to finish your profile overview by asking for the sale. This is I would say the number one rule of sales is that you have to ask for the sale. If you don't ask, the answer is going to be no most of the time. Uh, 
So you want to finish up your profile by, by telling potential clients what to do in order to hire you. Now, again, this is this sort of this is specific to Upwork, but this really applies with anything. But on Upwork specifically, it can be as simple as saying, so that's it. If you're ready to work with me, click the invite to job button and I'll be in touch. Just as simple as that. Tell them what button to click. Tell them exactly what to do. And again, it can be that that simple, but you need to do it. The difference between doing it and not doing it in terms of response can actually be quite dramatic. So whatever phrase you want to put there, always make sure to finish up your profile by asking for the sale. All right, the eighth secret then is about your portfolio. So your portfolio is usually the number one thing a client will look at when evaluating you as a freelancer, especially if you're in something related that has some sort of visual element to it, like graphic design or or web design or development, etc. But the trick here is to make sure that your portfolio is visually appealing, no matter what kind uh, of freelance work you do. So this is another one of those quirks of how people think. So, and the way that you can sort of verify this for yourself is just think back. Have you ever been on your phone, Android, iPhone, whatever, and you've gone to the the app store or the, the Google Play store and you're looking through apps and you've seen an, you saw an app that, you know, title-wise, description-wise looks good, but the icon is sort of off. It's sort of janky. And you've not installed that that application on your phone because of how the icon looked. Almost everybody I've ever talked to about this will sort of chuckle when I say that because they've done that. They've not installed an icon or an app because of how the icon looked. That's a clear indicator of the importance of visual appeal. And in particular, it's really important in these sort of large marketplaces like the App Store, like the Google Play Store, and like Upwork, because you have tons of options out there, right? You're not limited to a a very limited number of options and you, you have to sort of deal with certain things. There's tons of options. And so if there's one little thing that's off, you can be like, oh, well, I'll just find some other app or I'll find some other freelancer. So Visual appeal makes a huge difference and it can be that something that simple that can be the thing that pushes you over the edge to get hired. And again, it doesn't matter what you do. You need to try to find a way to make your portfolio, uh, the items in your portfolio visually appealing. And and, and so when the, someone looks at them, they, they actually are like, oh, wow, these look really good. So again, when it comes to your portfolio, that's that's probably the number one thing to look at. So those are sort eight kind of different secrets that I, I I've learned over the years that I didn't see that were listed on this Cora uh, this Cora question I thought would be helpful for you. Now and and I believe if you do those things, you should see an increase in the results that you're getting from from Upwork. Of course, if you want to learn even more of these secrets, I most of you have been listening to the show for a while. No, I have a full Upwork course. I actually walk you step by step through building your Upwork profile. And I teach you everything like this that I've learned over the last 12 years as a freelancer. And it, it it's, you know, again, it's just literally step by step. We start, we talk a little bit of strategy, but then we go right into the title, how to write your overview, how to do your profile picture, how to build your portfolio. Even if you don't have any past work to put into a portfolio, 
I show you how you can still fill that up because it's it's really critical to do that. Talk about what tests you should and shouldn't take, what certifications you should put on there, and all that sort of thing. Really cover building your profile from top to bottom and sh just show you exactly what to do. Screencast right in Upwork and, and just walk right through it. So if you want to take your profile to the next, that next level and, and, and really tap into this strategy and start getting uh, more work over there, hopefully, then, then check out that course. Uh, the, you can learn more about the course at upwork101.com. So again, check that out. And as always, thanks for listening. Of course, if you like this episode, I'd appreciate it if you'd share it with someone who you think would benefit from hearing this and, and could use to hear these secrets. Also, all the past episodes and all the subscribe links for iTunes, Android, TuneIn, all that are available over at johnmorrisshow.com. So if you're looking to subscribe via one of those outlets, you can do that there. And finally, if you'll rate and review the podcast over on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. And I will also give you module one of my PHP 101 course for free. Just head on over to johnmorrisshow.com and click the start here link at the top. All the instructions are there for you. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.